So we're up to we're up to Daf Yud Ches uh, Yud Zayin Amid Aleph. Um, we're three six six lines into the page. Amar Mar Baravashi. Just to remind us what we're talking about, the Mishnah said that if a person becomes a Nazir when he's in a cemetery, so when he becomes a Nazir when he's in a cemetery. Are you? I'm just looking at Gavin's ear. I think he's upstairs. When. So a person becomes a Nazir in a cemetery, the halacha is that he could be there for 30 days. It doesn't count. And when he becomes purified, he doesn't have to bring a carbon. So there's a shayla, machloikis, rav yoichan arish lakish, whether the Naziris is chalb at all. Meaning, he's definitely doesn't count. And he's there for 30 days, it doesn't count, and he doesn't have to bring a carbon tumor. The question is whether the Naziris is chal at all. So it's a, meaning negeya what? It's negeya. So is he over? If he drinks wine, is he over an iser? If he shaves, is he over an iser? Does he have to leave the cemetery right away? So Machlaikis Ravyachan Rishlagash. Ravyachan says, yes, he's a Nazir. He just doesn't have the laws of Tahara of a Nazir, but he's a Nazir. And Rishlagash says, no. The problem was we ended yesterday's daf by proving that he is a Nazir. Because the Brysa says that you get lashes. I think there was an answer, but, but uh, the other Brysa indicates that he's a full-fledged Nazir, and he doesn't have to re-accept the Naziris. So he is a Nazir when he accepts it in the Beis HaKvaris. So that's the, that's the, the Gemara's rejection of the simple explanation of Rishla. Of Rishla. You want to open up another table? So the Gemara says like this. Amar Mar Baravashi. Mar Baravashi says like this. Mechal kuli my Ravashi has a different take. He says like this. I think everybody agrees that he's a Nazar, right? We thought yesterday was a machloikas whether he's a Nazar. No, that's not true. Everyone agrees if you accept Naziris in a cemetery, you're a Nazar. Mechal kuliyama Everyone agrees that you're a Nazar. Kipligi, what's the machloikas? Lamalki, do you get lashes? Meaning, everyone agrees that if you accept Naziris in a cemetery, that the laws of Naziris apply. You're not allowed to shave, you're not allowed to drink. Everyone agrees that you're a Nazir. The whole machlekes is whether you get lashes for breaking the Naziris. Kipligi lamalki. The machlekes is do you get lashes? Rav Yechon Savar, Kivan Dechai Lolaki, Rav Yechon says you're a full fledged Nazir. So if you break the laws of Naziris, you get lashes. Rishlokish Omar, Loi Laki, Vechai Lolaki. says no, you're a Nazir. And therefore you're restricted in all these halachas. And you don't have to re accept the Naziris. You just don't get lashes. When the Torah exists, exempts you from bringing a carbon, you also don't get lashes, a technicality, so it's an achloikis, whether you get lashes, but everyone agrees that you're a full-fledged Nazir. If you accept the Naziris while in the cemetery, that's what everyone agrees. The Shaila is whether you get lashes. Why do we talk here about getting lashes in other places where, we, in, in this same Masechah, that doesn't do something, we don't talk about getting lashes? Well, because over here we're trying to define what are his laws. We're not just trying to like go through all the details, we're trying to figure out, is he restricted by the laws of Naziris? So at first we said no, and now we say no, he is restricted, he just doesn't get lashes. We know there's something unique about a Nazir who accepts his Naziris in a cemetery, the Halmachlekes is to what capacity. In general, it's not relevant, we're not going to go through all the details, but over here it's incredibly relevant, we have to know what his status is. So the Gemara is saying that everyone agrees that if you accept Naziris in a cemetery, you're a full-fledged Nazir. You, okay, you don't count. The days don't count in the cemetery, but the second day seven comes along, you start. You don't have to re-accept it. You're not allowed to drink wine. You're not allowed to get a haircut. It's just you don't get lashes. Maze time the Rishlagish feels that the same Torah that exempts you from getting a carbon also exempts you from lashes. No, that's a machlegis. Rav Yechon Rishlagish. Rav Yechon says you do get lashes. Rishlagish disagrees, but that's the machlegis. But everyone agrees that you're a Nazir. Everybody agrees that you're in Nazareth.
Correct. Everybody agrees he knows. So now the Gemara says, Eisve, so the whole is whether you get lashes. So now we're going to go through these braces and try to figure this out. Uh, who says you get lashes, asks the following question. What does the Braises say? The Mishnah says, If you accept Naziris while in a cemetery, even if you're there for 30 days, and the days don't count, and you don't bring the special carbon for being Tame. Because as I said yesterday in the Mishnah, it's a special Gzeris HaKasav that you don't bring a carbon for becoming Tame if you were never Tahar. Meaning, you only bring a carbon for a nazir that was tahar that became tame. But if a nazir accepts his naziris in a cemetery, you don't bring a carbon. What does that imply? Carbon That implication is that you don't bring a carbon, but you get lashes. Meaning, Reish Lakish feels you don't get lashes. So the, that's not what the Mishnah sounds like. The Mishnah sounds like everything's the same, except you don't bring a carbon. It says you don't bring a carbon. The implication is that's the only uniqueness. The, the implication is you don't bring a carbon, but you get lashes. So, what do you get the lashes for? For drinking wine, for shaving your hair, for staying in the cemetery too long. Or any of the any of the things that would get you lashes, because the the Mishnah makes it sound like the only thing that's unique about this scenario is that you don't you don't bring a carbon. The implication is, but for everything else, you're a regular nazir. You get lashes. So the Gemara says no. Bedin who like it says Rishlakish. Really, the Mishnah say you don't get should say you don't get lashes because you don't. It's just because the end of the Mishnah says you bring a carbon, so the beginning of the Mishnah says you don't bring a carbon. But don't be medayik that like, oh, the only thing you don't bring is a carbon, but you get lashes. No, you don't get lashes either. It's just the end of the Mishnah said carbon, so the beginning of the Mishnah said carbon is just to keep the consistency of the Lashon. But don't be medayik in it anyway. But really, you don't get lashes, says Rish Lakish. Okay, another kasha, Tashima. Ein bein tamei shenazer. We had this yesterday also. What's the difference between a a nazir who accepts his naziris in a cemetery lenazir tahar shenitma to a nazir who became tamei? What's the only difference? If someone accepted his naziris in a cemetery, day seven is already beginning of the count, right? Because you don't bring a carbon. So what do you do? You just have to become purified from the dead, which is a seven-day process with the paraduma. The second you get the paraduma waters, you already the naziris already starts. As opposed to nazir tahar shenitma, as opposed to a regular nazir who goes to the cemetery, the halacha is that if he becomes tamna, goes to the cemetery, he touches a dead body, the halacha is that not only does he have to go through the purification process, but day eight he has to bring a carbon. So day seven is not going to count as part of the count because he's still tamay. So the, says the b'risa, the only distinction between a Nazir who accepts his Naziris in a cemetery to a Nazir who became Tameh is day seven. Because someone, a, some, a Nazir who became Tameh in a cemetery doesn't bring a carbon, right? A Nazir who, beca- who accepts his Naziris in a cemetery does not bring a carbon for his Tumah. So what does he have to do to begin his count? He's just got to get rid of the dead. He's got to get rid of the purification from the dead, which is a seven-day process with the paraduma. The second he's done that process, day seven, the naziris already counts. So day seven is already going to start counting towards his naziris, as opposed to a nazir who was a nazir who became tameh. So not only does he have to fix the tumah of mace, he also has to bring a carbon as a punishment. So day seven is not going to be towards the new count because he has not yet brought his carbon. So the major distinction, says the Braisa, between a Nazir who accepted his Naziris in a cemetery to a Nazir who became Tameh is day seven. What is happening day seven? If you accepted a Naziris in a cemetery, then day seven, you're a regular Yid, you had your paraduma, you're good to go, you just keep going. A, a Nazir who became Tameh has to still bring a carbon.
That's the Bryce says. So in both cases, they have they also get Malkut. Uh, no, a Nazir that became, uh, well, if he did, it depends how long he stayed in the cemetery. The, the, the Nazir who, who became Tame, yes, but the Nazir who accepted his Nazirs in the cemetery conceptually could avoid lashes by leaving incredibly quick. That's another difference. Right, he could, yeah. Uh, oh, so, oh, so the Gemara, well, we'll get to that. So the Gemara says, Nazirs is 30 days. So, therefore, he has seven days when he becomes Tommy in the beginning. Explain that doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. They'll both be, one will be done in 37, one will be done in 38. So the again, we're trying to figure out whether a Nazir who accepts his Naziris in a cemetery will get lashes. So this Bryce has said the only difference between a Nazir who accepts his Naziris in a cemetery and a Nazir who became Tommy is day seven and day eight process. But the implication is for everything else, they're the same, meaning they both get lashes. Oh, so it's a proof that you get lashes when you accept it in your Naziris in a cemetery, not like Rish Lakish. For lashes, they're the same if you didn't leave fast enough. Says the Gemara, no. The truth is, no, maybe you don't get lashes. So I thought the Mishnah, again, the Mishnah is trying to list the differences between a Nazir who accepted his Naziris in a cemetery to a Nazir who became Tame. The Mishnah says the only difference is the procedure on day seven. Rish Lakish would tell you there's another difference, and that is that a Nazir who became Tame gets lashes, a Nazir who accepted Naziris in a cemetery does not get lashes. So, says the Mishnah, the Mishnah implies that for every other halacha they're the same, meaning for lashes, he get lashes. Says Rish Lakish, no, 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 you don't get lashes. So what, how are they the same? They're the same regarding shaving. That meaning they both have to shave as part of the purification process. So says the Gemara, According to Rish Lakish, what's the halacha? According to Rish Lakish, a Nazir that accepts his Naziris in a cemetery does not get lashes, but a Nazir who became Tame does. So the question is, so why is that not listed in the Brisa? Again, the Brisa is listing the differences between a Nazir who accepts his Naziris in a cemetery to a Nazir who became Tame. And the Brisa says, what's the difference between these two? The procedure of day seven. Why doesn't it also say there's another difference, and that is lashes? According to Rish Lakish, there's a chilak in lashes, so why is that not listed? So the Gemara says, the Brysa doesn't want to talk about a person who messed up his Naziris. The Brysa is trying to describe what's the difference in a positive way. Meaning, the Brysa is describing in a positive way what's the difference between a Nazir who became Tame to a Nazir who accepted Naziris in the cemetery. Meaning, not, not, not what's the laws if they break their Naziris. What's the laws in a positive way? Meaning, and you know what's a positive difference? When does their Naziris start? That's a beginning in the rectification. The Bryce is not interested in dealing with what happens if they mess up. That's not the Bryce is dealing with. The Bryce wants to deal with what's the difference in a positive way. In a positive way, the difference is when does the Naziris begin? For one, it's day seven. For one, it's day eight. I, why doesn't the Bryce list the distinction of lashes? Meaning, if you stay too long, what's the punishment for breaking the Naziris? The Bryce doesn't want to deal with punishments. So bringing the carbon is not a punishment. Uh, it doesn't say the carbon. It says when does the naziris count? Start. Uh, Nazir, the carbon. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying but the only thing it counts is when does the naziris count? Day seven or day eight? So you say, oh, why not mention the lashes part? The answer is we're not interested in talking about the negativity. Uh, we're trying to be a positive. It's a positive, Bryce. It doesn't want to deal with what happens if you break the naziris. It's just trying to be positive. The only thing positive is when does the naziris start? 
And that, for one, it's day seven, for one, it's day eight. But again, we're back to the original machloikas, and that is, understand this, because I know it's, it's a little bit in the air today. It, it's a machloikas where Yechon Rishlokish, if a Nazir accepts his Naziris in a cemetery, again, he definitely doesn't bring a carbon for Tumah. The question is, does he get lashes? For, for all the restrictions, Rav Yechon says yes, Rish Lakish says no. So says the Gemara, I have a proof like Rav Yechon. Misha Yatame bin Nazar, Mamish Arkes. A person accepts his Naziris in a cemetery. He's not allowed to shave. He's not allowed to drink wine. If he did, if he stayed in the cemetery too long, he stayed in the cemetery long. You get lashes. Tiyofta. Okay, rejection. Okay. So Rish Lakish was rejected. Huh? Never puts that one first. Yeah, because then you have no, there's no fun. There's no fun. It says you get lashes. How raise a safe You get lashes. That's not like Rishlokish. Rishlokish said that if a Nazir accepts his Naziris in a cemetery, he doesn't get lashes for any of the restrictions. Okay. And this Bryce says you do. It's a rejection. Not like Rishlakish. We conclude that if you accept your Naziris in a cemetery, all the laws of Naziris apply, and if you break any of those laws, you are now getting lashes. Not like Rishlakish. It's that simple. Yeah, it's just... Okay, here's the Shaila. I'll tell you the Shaila like this. The halacha is that if a person... Okay, the, the halacha is like this. If a person enters the Beis Tomei, then you get all the punishments, lashes potentially kares, all the punishment, bring a carbon if you've done it accidentally. If you enter the Beis HaMikdash Tameh, you get punished. The mere entry into the Beis HaMikdash warrants the punishment. That itself is the Aver. However, what if you become Tameh in the Beis HaMikdash? Again, a dead body drops in, I don't know, whatever the case is. A person becomes Tameh in the Beis HaMikdash. The halacha is, you have to stay there, linger, for a certain period of time to be over the prohibition. Meaning, if you just run out right away, no prohibition, no carbon, no lashes. But if you linger, then you're over. How long of a lingering is a sugi and menachis? It talks about bowing down, the amount of time that it takes to prostrate yourself on the floor. Whatever it is, it's not for now. If somebody does die in the Beis everybody there and become tamay? We gotta run. Well, within, no, it depends. Are they under a structure? Are they within four amos? So then, no, within four amos, yes. Anyone that's in four amos. But, and you gotta run. If you're within four amos, get out of his four amos. Now let's say you linger. If you linger, then you're then you get all the punishments that Somebody that are involved, huh? Somebody's got to take the body out. Okay, so that yeah, but they talk about that. They they they, they would they, they're fine, but uh, you, they wouldn't linger. They would just get the body out. The point is that's that's part of that's the punishment for lingering. The question is, says the Gemara, Does a nazir who enters a cemetery does he have to linger? That's the Shaila. Meaning, if a Nazir becomes Tame, is it an instant Isser? Or do you also have to linger? The same way by in the Beis Hamikdash, there's a requirement to lingering in order to pr- trigger the lashes. Is it the same thing for a Nazir in a cemetery? Now, the question is like this, and it's an instant question. Wait a minute. Beis Hamikdash, you only have to linger if you became Tame in the Beis Hamikdash. Right? If you enter the Beis Hamikdash, then you're as a Tame person you're already over the Isser for the entry. So if a Nazar enters a cemetery, he'll be over the Isser for entry into the cemetery. I mean, the case in the Beis HaMikdash where you need to linger is you became Tomei in the Beis HaMikdash. So you have to have a case where you became Tomei in the cemetery. Like, how does that happen? Meaning, we're trying to figure out, again, if you enter the cemetery, if you, a Nazar enters the cemetery, 
Is he over the Isser Miad or does he have to linger? Like a Beis HaMikdash. But wait a minute. It says the Gemara, wait a minute. Uh, I don't understand. What's the case? I don't understand. Let's go through the cases over here. If you enter into the Beis HaMikdash Tamir, you're over right away. Do you have to linger? Yeah, you're over right away. You don't have to linger. If a Nazir enters a cemetery right away, is he over? Of course, because he's over for entry into the cemetery. If let's say he's an... Because the action of entering, you don't have to linger. The action itself of entering to a Tameh place is itself requires you to punishment. The same way, if I enter the Beis HaMikdash Tameh, I don't have to linger there. The entry into the Beis HaMikdash is the Isser. So you get so okay so fine you'll say okay it's a nazir who became tummy in a, a nazir who accepted his naziris in a cemetery, but wait a minute if they warned him before hey do not do this right he's like in a cemetery and he's like hey I'm about to become a nazir and his friends are like don't do that and then he disregards them then you don't have to linger either because the disregarding of them and acceptance of it, knowing full well it's us, is the equivalent. I mean, the case of the dead body in the Beis Hamikdash, it's sort of like, it was like an onus. Like, I'm in the Beis Hamikdash davening, and then just a dead body drops on me. So you have to linger because I didn't do anything wrong. The lingering is what did was wrong. So the question is, so do a nazir. Well, what's the case? Because every time of a case of a nazir, he did something wrong. The lingering is in lieu of doing something wrong. The case of a Nazar, what are the cases of a Nazar becomes Tommy? He enters a cemetery, so he doesn't have to linger because he did something wrong by entry. Uh, okay, he be- accepts his Naziris in the cemetery. Well, if he knows that he's not allowed to do that, then the acceptance is itself the action that's inappropriate. So, accepting it in the cemetery is like walking If you warn him before, hey... Like into the cur- exactly. If you warn him before, hey, you can't do this. This is not allowed. And he's like, I don't care. So then that itself is the action that's reprehensible. So what's the case that's equivalent to the Beis HaMikdash where it's sort of like out of your control? So the Gemara says... Uh, the case is like this: a person enters the base, enters a cemetery in a box, mamish enclosed in a box. So he's tahar because he's enclosed in a box. And then a guy thought a nazir goes into the cemetery, but he's mamish enclosed. He doesn't do anything wrong. One of the guys in there thinks it's funny, and he opens the box. So that's mamish like the Beis HaMikdash. The Nazir didn't do anything wrong. It's like a dead body dropping on him. The Shaila is, is he over right away? Or do we learn it out from the Beis HaMikdash that he has to linger? Teiku, we're not sure. I mean, but that's at least an equivalent case where he didn't do anything wrong. He entered the, the cemetery in a box perfectly tahar. A guy opened up the box, opened up the bottom and he fell through because the guy was either not a nice person or he thought it was funny, whatever it was. So now the shaila is, is he over the Issa right away? Or do we learn out from the Beis HaMikdash that you have to linger? Teiku, we're not sure. Okay, one more sugya. We've already described that if a person accepts his Naziris in a cemetery, he doesn't bring a carbon. We had a machloikis whether he gets lashes. The shaila is... Again, obviously, until he's tar, obviously, you know, until he purifies himself, then he's a full-fledged Nazar. The question is, now it's a third Shailah. Boy Ravashi, Nazar v'hubes toin giluach eloi. Again, if someone becomes Tommy, let's say a, a, a Nazar touches a dead body, what is the process? So he, he has to go through an eight-day process, and then the end of the purification process, he brings, he does two things. Carbonos shaves his body. Okay, so... 
if a Nazar accepts his Naziris while holding a dead body, we've already said, out of the two, again, there's Karbanos, shaving. We've already said he doesn't bring Karbanos because he was never Tahar. Karbanos are only for a Tahar Nazar that became Tameh, not a Nazar who accepted his Naziris in a state of Toma. The question is, does he shave? Does a Nazar who accepted his Naziris in a state of Toma, does he require shaving at the end of the purification process? Do we say that Karbanos he doesn't bring but he has to shave, or no, he's, the purification process doesn't apply to him. Meaning, the only thing that applies to him is the para aduma. He doesn't have to do any of the things. Again, for a Nazir that becomes Tame, there's two, there's three parts of the purification process. The para aduma, which, okay, that's every person, but there's two specific to him, and that's carbon shaving. This guy doesn't have to bring a carbon. We've already proven that. That's what we had in the Mishnah, because he became a Nazir as a state of Tuma, and the Torah doesn't require that. But the question is, does he have to shave? And by the way, and I mentioned once already, the shaila of whether he has to shave, it's not like an option because shaving was using a blade to cut away the payas. You could only do it if it's a requirement. If it's not a requirement, you're not allowed to do it. So the question is, does a nazir that became Tomei, that a nazir who's Tomei, who accepted his naziris in a state of Toma, does he require shaving at the end of the purification process? Excuse me, what's the, when is the korban? What's the that, he, that he brings a carbon that day for what? For being a Nazar who became Tame. It's three, there's, there's multiple okay. multiple birds, and there's an Asham and an Oila and a Chatz. He brings all those, and then he shaves that day. So we've already proven he does not, he doesn't have to bring a carbon because he, he accepted the Naziris in a state of Toma, and the Torah, for whatever reason, says you only bring a carbon when you became Tame, not when you were always Tame. The question is, does he have to shave? Okay. So the Gemara says, Tashima. Do we say that because he accepted his Naziris in a state of Toma, the laws of purification, including shaving, do not apply? Or perhaps no. The carbon doesn't apply, but the shaving does. That's the question. Does he have to shave at the end of the process? So Tashima. Quoting the Mishnah again. The Mishnah says, if you accept Naziris when in a cemetery, the Mishnah only says you don't bring a carbon. It doesn't say anything about not shaving, right? The implication of the Mishnah is that you do not bring a carbon, but you do shave. So the Gemara says, no. This is always the way you can look at it. The Mishnah says you don't bring a carbon, so you can look at it two ways. You could say, well, the carbon is the only thing you don't bring, but you have to shave. Or you could say, no, well, why don't you bring a carbon? Because the purification process doesn't apply to this guy. So for whatever reason, the Mishnah only listed half of the purification process, but that's supposed for you to indicate, to realize, like, this guy's out. Meaning the fact that he doesn't bring a carbon tumma is not an exclusive law. It's an indicator that this guy does not, the whole process doesn't apply to this guy and he doesn't have to shave either and that's how the Gemara rejects it. Then it could be when the Mishnah says you don't bring a carbon, it doesn't mean but you shave. It means no, no, you don't bring a carbon because you're out of this process, including no shaving. And for whatever reason, the Mishnah just didn't write it. Tashimah, let's bring another proof. Again, it's the same Mishnayis Brisa over and over again. Right, the Brisa said, what's the difference between a Karban, a, a Nazir who became Tame, to a Nazir who accepted his Naziris in a state of Toma, and that is day seven. A Nazir who became Tame, day seven, he's got to begin the shaving and Karban process. A Nazir who, who accepted his, his ears in the state of Tumah doesn't bring a carbon. So day seven, he's already good to go. The implication is 
My love, The implication is that the only difference between the two is day seven. But for shaving, they're the same. So says, No, 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 no. Really, he doesn't shave either. How are they the same? They're the same that they get lashes. But they don't. But for sh- for shaving, there's a difference. The Gemara says, Taglachas listening. So the Gemara says, Wait a minute. If you're telling me again, the Brisa says the only difference between these two is what happens on day seven. Does he bring a carbon or does he start the Naziris count? The implication says the Gemara really. For, for shaving, he doesn't shave either. So there's another distinction between the two, right? The Bryce is listing the difference between a Nazar who became Tame to a Nazar who was always Tame. And the difference is what happens on day seven. Why doesn't the Bryce list another difference? A Nazar who became Tame shaves his body. A Nazar who was always Tame does not shave his body. Why is that not listed? So says the Gemara... My uh, That's what the Brisa means. The Brisa says the difference between the two is day seven, meaning, and all the ceremonies that begin on day seven, which is carbon and shaving. That's what the Brisa means. The Brisa means that when it says there's no carbon, it means there's no shaving also. That's basically the proof that it's constantly quoting Tanoic literature, which say the difference is a carbon, which implies shaving, they're the same, and the answer is no. When it says carbon, it means who had in shaving, it's, it's included in the ceremony. Okay. It's very interesting because, yeah, the, the Gemara before, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. They, they, they don't seem to be bothered by this. They feel they're more into the lashes element of it, but it's interesting. One more. Uh, okay, this is a little bit tricky. Tashima. It's all dafas for some reason, it's like Perech Bavar a little bit. The Gemara says, Tashima, Ainli Ela Yemei Tumasai. Okay, we're trying to figure out whether a Nazir who accepts his Naziris in a state of Tumah, whether he shaves. So this Brysa is dealing with the following question. Ainli Ela Yemei Tumasai, She'ein Oila Mina Minyan. Yemei Chalutai Minayan. The question is like this. If a Nazir becomes Tameh, do the days that he had counted before the Tumah count? Let's say he was... He had a 30-day Naziris, he went 15 days good, and then he entered a cemetery. What happens to those days? Gone. Poof. Right? He loses them. He's got to restart. Right? Just like if he gets Saras. Yeah. Oh, no. So Saras, that's the Shiloh. Saras is actually, you pause it. You actually don't lose the original days by Saras. And that's exactly the Shiloh. If a Nazir gets Saras, the halacha is, we sort of pause the count. So let's say 20 days in. He touches a dead body, he loses all 20 days. 20 days in, he gets tsaras. The halacha is, he doesn't lose those 20 days. We pause those days. We pause. He fixes the tsaras problem, gets better, leaves the machina, goes through the whole process, shaves, because not because of Naziris, because a mitzorah has to shave, goes through that whole process, then picks it up from where he le- left off. So then he'll have to, then in that my scenario where he shaved 20 days in, he'll have to finish his Naziris 10 days later, but then technically not bring a carbon for another 20 days for his hair to be long enough. So but all yes. he has to do is wait till his hair is gone. Correct. Still bring his Correct. But that's specifically in this case a 30, but if it could have been a two months, then it would have been okay. The point is like this. So a Mitsoras, a Nazir who gets Tsaras, he doesn't lose his count, he pauses the count. The question is, do the days of Tsaras count towards it? Meaning, let's say, he again, he's got to be a Nazar for 30 days. 20 days in, he gets Tsaras. For a week, he's out because of his Tsaras. Does that week count towards the Naziris or no? Now, obviously, we know the conclusion is that no, but the Bryson wants to know, do those days count towards it? So the Bryson says, 
I only know that if a person goes to a cemetery, those days don't count. As the Mishnah said, if you accept your Naziris in a cemetery, you could be there for 30 days. Those days don't count. So Toma definitely doesn't count towards the Naziris, towards the goal. How do I know that the days of Tsaras don't count towards the goal? So, Dinhu. What's the source? It's a Kavachomer. carbon. Think about it. When some becomes Tameh, what's the purification process? Standard Tumah. Forget about Nazir in a cemetery. Stam. A Nazir who becomes Tameh, what's the purification process? He shaves, brings Karbanos, right? What's the purification process? Every Nazir that becomes Tameh, it's shave, shave, and, and Karbanos. Is it, is it in that order? Yeah. Right. Whatever, they're not that order, but those two things. Every Mitzorah, what's his purification process? Shaves, Karbanos. So, they're similar. So just like a Tameh doesn't count towards, so too Mitzorah doesn't count towards. So the Gemara says, So the Brisa wants to say that the days of Tzaras don't count towards the, the, the fixing, the, 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 the count. So there's the Gemara, no. You can't compare the two. Why? You're trying to compare the laws of Mitzorah to the laws of Tumah, but they're not comparable because the laws of Tumah, right, you're saying that they're the same. How are they the same? Because Tumah, the purification, process is two steps, same for Mitzorah, so they're the same so just like Tumah doesn't count towards so to Mitzorah doesn't count towards but they're not the same at all, I'll tell you why Tumah, not only does it not count towards it actually, you lose the count Mitzorah, you don't lose the count it's paused, so it's not an equi- it's not an equatable uh, 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 it's not a good equation because again, a Mitzorah you don't lose the first 20 days. Tumah, you lose the first 20 days. So now you're going to say, does the Mitzorah count towards? Well, Tumah doesn't count towards, so Mitzorah also doesn't count towards. Well, they're not the same, because Tumah, you lose the first 20 days, so the Mitzorah doesn't, so it's, a, it's not a good riot. So we're back to the, this is why it's Negev, this line. Omrit, Uman nozir bekever. The Gemara says this, I'll prove it to you. We're trying to figure out whether uh, Mitzorah's days of Tsaras count towards the 30 days. The Gemara says, I'll prove it to you. If you have a Nazir who accepted his Naziris in a cemetery, he ha- and the Bryce says he has to shave. Meaning, and that's an indicator that he's like a regular Nazir. He's got to shave, right? Full-fledged Nazir, as we've had. I mean, not in every regard, but in many regards, if you accept your Naziris in a cemetery, you're a Nazir for many halachas. And the, the, one of the indicators of how you're a regular Nazir is you have to shave. Put that on the back burner, you have to shave. We'll put that aside. And what's the halacha? If, you're in a, if you accept your Naziris in a cemetery for a month, does any of the days count towards it? No. no. So a Mitzorah... Who doesn't have to shave? It also doesn't count towards it. Meaning, we're equating instead of equating a nazir who became tameh to a mitzora, we're equating a nazir who accepted his nazir in a cemetery to a mitzora. Fine, okay. Put that aside because it's not a gear really for us about whether mitzora's days count. It's not. What do you see from here? It describes. We were trying to figure out a shaila. Ravashi shaila is if a nazir accepts his nazir in a cemetery, does he have to shave at the end of the purification process? That was the shaila. What does it describe over here? It says that if you accept your nazir in a cemetery, taglachas, you have to shave. Oh, so you see, you have to shave. So the Gemara says, my love taglachas tuma. 
it says you have to shave, meaning that it sounds like this. If you accept your Naziris in the cemetery, you have to leave the cemetery right away. Seven days later, you go through the Para Aduma, and then you shave. So it sounds like you shave. So you see you shave. It says Taglachas. It's shave. So Gemara says, Loi, Taglachas Tahara. No, no, no. It doesn't mean you shave now. It means you're a Nazir that will shave when the Naziris is over. It doesn't mean that you shave now. You actually don't have to shave right away when you leave the cemetery. It just means you leave the cemetery, you go through a seven-day purification process, you do the paraduma, you now start a 30-day full count, and then you'll eventually shave, meaning... Also, you'll have to shave not regularly, you'll have to shave if you become Tameh. Meaning, it's not that you have to shave now, it just means that if you then become Tameh later, you'll have to shave. So the Gemara says, Taglachas Tahara. Meaning, it doesn't mean you have to shave now, it just means that you're a nazir, that if you become tar and then re-enter the cemetery, you'll have to shave. So the Gemara says, And with this, I'll prove it to you. Because if you actually think it means to shave right away, what did it describe? It said that a nazir in a cemetery has to shave, but a mitzora doesn't. A mitzora has to shave. Not because of his naziris, but because every mitzora has to shave. So he has to shave, so why does the Bryce says he doesn't? The answer is because it's not referring to right now, it's referring to in the future. So the Gemara says, no, taglachas the Naziris Katani. Really, it could be it's actually talking about you have to shave. And why does it say a Mitzora doesn't have to shave? Because a Mitzora, while he has to shave, he has to shave from the laws of Naziris. A laws of Mitzora, he doesn't have to shave from the laws of Naziris. So we're actually still not sure what is the halacha. If a Nazir accepts his Naziris in a cemetery, does he have to shave at the end of the week? It's still uh, uh, debatable. This last little part that was a little tricky, we chazered over again. Before he does the 30 days. Correct.